Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Jeep and Bubba podcast. I'm your host, Brad Coron, also known as Jeep and Bubba, founder and CEO of Black Bear Off-Road. And, well, you know, 2020, it's just about in the books, folks. Uh, I find myself in my JL, headed down to Freeport, Florida to visit family. Um, one of those rare trips when I get to ride by myself, my wife, my kids, and my sister. Rode down earlier in the week to visit with my parents and let them hang out with the grandkids and I did some work and now I'm headed down myself. So you're going to hear some road noise. It's nice and windy today. Uh, the rain has quit so I figured, hey, I got about two and a half hours before I get there. Let's throw down a podcast. And if you follow along the podcast, I was threatening to bring back some interviews and interview series. Well, I got a couple great yeses from people who are looking forward to doing podcasts uh, or being interviewed on the podcast. But a lot of them are out of town, visiting family. Uh, and uh, So anyways, after the first of the year, we'll be back at it with quite a few interviews and those are my favorite but uh, the rants the rants tend to do the best on this podcast as far as like uh, how much they get listened to but um, you know we're going to do a good mix of both as we go through 2021 but I'm excited to come to you this evening um, and and bring you this this wrap up of the year so a lot of people and and for good reason this was uh, a bad year I completely understand that. Uh, for some people, they had a lot of good things that happened. Um, I honestly feel like it was probably the most stressful year in my life. Um, I won't say, you know, I hate to say it was a bad year because you know I like to put a year down. I like to, I like to process of being here another year. You know, so it's kind of like saying. That was a bad piece of cake or pie. Well, I'd still like eating cake and pie. Just happy I have some cake and pie. You know, even a bad beer is still a beer. And uh, I'll take it. But that's it. This year, uh, there was some things that were unpleasant about it and stressful. But there's a lot that I can be grateful for. And that's actually what I wanted to talk to you guys about. Gratitude. Gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. It is super difficult in a world that we live in now. I'm not blaming the world. I'm blaming us. We consume so much screen time. Instagram, Facebook. Now we got TikTok and YouTube. And we're just always watching. And inevitably, in the process of watching, we are comparing. I do it quite a bit. You know, I compare myself... Is that shop bigger than me? Of course they're bigger than me. Oh, they have this big retail area. How can I compete with them? Or let's let's flip it around. Oh, man, look what he did with his Jeep. Ah, I spent all this money, but he still got that, and I don't have that. You know, it's really easy to compare ourselves, even our, in our personal lives, you know. Uh, I watch guys all the time drink Cokes, eat tacos. I can't even look at a candy bar without gaining 12 pounds. And so, you know, you're like, well, that guy's able to live that way. Why can't I? And I think that has got to be the biggest recipe for failure, 
that there is on this planet is to look at someone and see what they have and compare yourselves in your life to that. I mean, if your goal is to be a millionaire and you look at what other millionaires do to get there, there's going to be some common themes. But there's also going to be a lot of different, you know, a lot of little pieces that were different and how they got there. Um, and, and the same goes to if you look at people who are successful or people who are healthy or, you know, there are a million ways to get to the same place. And sometimes they're quick and sometimes they're slow and they all come with their own problems. They all come with their, with uh, positives, you know. And uh, what does any of this have to do with owning an off-road vehicle, an off-road rig? Well, I think it has a lot to do with it because mindset and just being self-aware and thinking about, you know, what it is that you're planning on doing. I've talked about this all year long. And you know why I've talked about it all year long? Because for the majority, uh, well, pretty much everyone who owns an off-road vehicle, we're limited by time and finances, right? It's not, for the most part, what we do or, or, or how do I put this? I mean, we work and sleep a lot more than we ride in these vehicles, right? Um, we spend time with our families. We eat. It, 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 for most of us, it's not our means uh, to making a living. It's a hobby. And so it requires... A thought process it requires some timing you know it, it requires being carefully thought out uh, and what I mean by that is unless you're retired and you've got a you know cool 10 mil in your bank account you're gonna be limited by time and money now some of us are gonna be limited by both or one or the other or less of one and more of the other but inevitably we are going to compare ourselves to someone else and forget the fact that there was a point where we didn't even have a 4x4 and that was the goal that was the dream you know and if you plan on being in the hobby for a long time if you plan on which you probably are if you're listening to this. And if you plan on owning set the vehicle you have now or something like it for quite a while, it would be it would behoove you. Behoove us behoove I can't even pronounce the word. It would benefit all of us. If we were grateful. You know what I mean? If we were grateful for what we have. Uh, even the lower twenty percent of this nation should be fairly grateful that they don't live in Iran. You know what I mean? That they don't live in Venezuela. Where people are standing in lines to just get food. Where uh, just the other day in Iran, there was, there was a guy that was uh, executed for being in a peaceful protest. And he was like a, a world champion wrestler. Um and we have a lot of freedoms in this country and it's not always great and things have been tough and it's okay we can't just say well we got it so good when it's tough for me I've just got to be grateful because 
if I'm not grateful, then I, uh, you know, you can definitely feel and uh, down. You can feel, you know, it's okay to get down on yourself. It's okay to for not everything to be perfect. You know, it's gonna happen. It's it's just life. If you watch uh, these housewife shows, you would think. What's this show going to be about? What could they possibly talk about when they're all millionaires living in big houses and they they get up in the morning and they go to their trainer and they got yoga, massages, and then a nice dinner in the evening. There's drama. They create drama. Conflict is, is what gives us something to do every day, right? For most of us, that, that conflict, that... Uh, antagonist is I gotta pay my bills I gotta get up I gotta go to work I don't like the job I don't like the boss he doesn't like me but we gotta go in there gotta put in our hours and if I'm lucky then you know if, if you happen to be lucky then maybe you get a little extra money get to build a 4x4 maybe get to spend a long weekend riding said 4x4 that's what I'm talking about that's the gratitude we got to sit there, and, and it's hard when you're in it. You know, I have been super anxious and super down on myself about so many things with Black Brown Fruit. But if I was giving this podcast this time last year, and I gave some similar to this this time last year, I didn't own a shop. I just wanted to own a shop. And, and at one point this spring, I was, like, trying to figure out how to make it happen, and I made it happen, and now I'm in there, and I want to be bigger. And I want a, a, a bigger retail area. And I want more customers. And I want more web presence. And I want to do more things with media and write more articles and have more time to make videos. And I want to do more and more and more and more and more, more. And if I just sit back and think about how much I accomplished this year, not by myself. You know, I accomplished that with some great, great friends. A lot of amazing, well, Kyle and, and Avery really put in a ton of work at the shop this year, and I, and I had a lot of people that came into my life that weren't necessarily in my life last year, and that, you know, we have a, a group of great guys and, and girls as well that are just surrounding us now, and uh, we're riding together, and we're, and we're accomplishing a lot as a group, and I feel like we're all, we all have each other's best interests at heart. I didn't, you know, I might have known some of these people last year, but I feel like this year's brought us closer. Um, you know, if I'm going to be honest, I've kind of felt like I've been in a little bit of a depression since leaving Black Bear Pass. It was kind of one of those things that was supposed to be the highlight of a lifetime, and um, it wasn't everything I wanted it to be. Now, I'm grateful that I got to go, and, uh, I, you know, the trip was, was better than it was bad. You know what I mean? It was... There was more good things than were bad things, and I, and I learned an immense amount. And when I look back on the the memory, I'm super happy. Honestly, I'm happy everything happened the way it did. Um, I'm just saying, since that since that trip, it just wasn't, you know, and as life goes, not everything goes exactly how I want it to. And I've just kind of like thought, like you know this trip is going to teach me a lot. I'm going to learn a lot. I'm going to do things I've never done before. Well, those were true. Uh, but I also thought, you know, 
the video I make for Black Bear Pass, I think it's gonna, I think it's really gonna blow up. It's gonna help build my brand for my company. Well, I've had videos we put out, uh, really just simple videos locally that have way outperformed my Black Bear Pass videos. And, you know, there was so much was going on. There was so much, it was like so much to take in. If somehow you could hit record on the side of your temple and what you saw with your eyes was filmed in 4K and you could bring all that footage home, you would have a cinematic, beautiful movie to watch about our trip. But it's just so hard to just run around at altitude and film and, and just capture everything. It's so hard to capture a moment like that. Um, and sometimes I wish I, you know, that I didn't put out media because then it's like just go and enjoy it and, and uh, don't put the pressure on yourself and, and enjoy it you know, just as a, a bystander. I mean, we were going to Wheel this past weekend at Timber Falls and I had a great time, but I was kind of dreading it leading up to it and it had nothing to do with the people that were going. I just got so much work that needs to be accomplished and I'm like, do I really need to go wheeling? Like, do I need the footage? Do I need uh, to potentially break something on my Jeep? Should I be, shouldn't I be in the shop? And this is coming from a place where I'm already working 80 hours a week and, and should I be at the shop on a Sunday putting in more time or should I spend home more time with my family like I'm constantly playing the decision game of like balance and again this is where you got to take a step back and be grateful I'm grateful that I get the opportunity to wheel as much as I do that I have a wife that doesn't ride my butt about it who knows that one it helps center me. It helps get me back to normal. It helps to inspire me. It helps me to stay passionate, to go out there and do it. I mean, it's think about like if you sold fishing poles for a living and you only got to fish once or twice a year, or like if you owned a skateboard shop, but you'd never get to go skateboarding or whatever it might be. Like I've wheeled more this year, I think, than I have in my life. I think there was one point where we went like five or six weeks in a row. I mean, I've probably gone wheeling a had to have gone wheeling over a month this year like if you were to put all the days in. I've, I've, I've done a bunch of about you know just trail riding and, and camping and it's been awesome and I've got to do it with awesome people so that's where I take that step back and go dude yes you're gonna make the wrong decisions and you're gonna make the right decision when decisions sometimes when it comes to balance and you're gonna feel worn out and you're gonna feel beat down but, like, you are living the life that you wanted to live. It's not... Dude, if... And, and this is when I say dude. This, this is for my podcast people. Dramatic effect. <laughs> you gotta live your life. And... I guess the best way to put it is... There is nothing... On this earth that's worth anything like like consider like really worth something that isn't worth putting in the effort for in other words a better way to put it i think would be things work worth working hard for or sacrificing for or things worth having and working hard for like if it was easy for everyone to be an Olympian, 
there wouldn't be the Olympics. You know what I mean? Like, if it was easy for everyone to play Texas Hold'em, there wouldn't be, a, you know, a, a championship in Vegas every year. You know, if it was easy to uh, win the NASCAR Daytona 500, why would we watch? If it was easy to dunk a basketball, you know what I mean? Like, you know, some of these people have natural talents, and we can say this, that, or about the other, but, like, all these things, you know, you look at pro athletes, right? And we're always like, these guys are overpaid. Not we, but like you hear in the media. They're overpaid. They're just running with a ball, blah, blah. But if you think about how many people played sports as a kid, and then how many people play as uh, a collegiate athlete, and then how many of those people make it to the pros, it's such a small number. And don't you think the ones who made it there, now some are physically gifted and, 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 are, and are talented, but all, the majority, not, no, literally all professionals basically just wake up one day and become a professional they put in the steps and efforts and I would assume that most of them would tell you it was worth the effort and so what I'm saying here to you today is it's worth the effort to push yourself if in fact you want something you know what I mean like if there is something that's itching in the back of your mind and you, and you can't shake it, if you feel like, like, you feel like, there, I, I, I need to be doing something more. There's, I, I want to, I want to do something better or more, or I just want to break away from my normal and get out there and enjoy myself, or I just want to spend some time figuring out who I am. It's worth taking the steps and efforts to get there. You know, every single year, this time of year as we're headed into New Year's, I look at my different things in my life. I'm like, you know what? Was I the best husband that I could have been? I would like to be a better husband next year, right? Uh, look at my health. I'd like to weigh less next year, you know, this time next year. I, As a business owner, I'd like to have a larger business. I'd like to create more wealth. I would like to accomplish more. It was I the best Christian I can be? Was I did I did I say things in conversations that offended people? Uh, and I mean truly offended, not like politically correctly offended. I mean like did I did I treat people the best way I could have treated them? Did I carry myself in the best way I could have? And yeah, we're talking about judging ourselves and taking an evaluation of ourselves. And we can be too hard on ourselves, and a lot of people are. I am. I'm too hard on myself, and it bleeds into my self-conscious. I'm fully aware of that. But it doesn't hurt to sit down and take a look at ourselves and say, this time next year, when we're looking at the end of 2021, are we better than we were at the beginning of the year? And I'm not talking about sitting down and saying, well, because of our president, I didn't have the best year I could have. Because of... COVID and because of this, that, and the other, we got to quit making excuses. And I know I'm just talking about Jeeps and four-wheeling, you know? I mean, I might, might be touching on a few other life things, but, like, there's a reason that you bought the vehicle you bought. Let's say you bought a Jeep. Well, maybe you wanted to look cool. Maybe you wanted to impress some people. But after a while, if you start deciding to trail riding and you start getting hooked and you start digging deep into it, you're like, you know what? There is a lot that can be done and off-roading. I can go to Jeep shows. I can I can travel. I can do overlanding. I can do rock crawling. 
you know, I could get into all sorts of facets. There's there's racing, there's um, there's touring, there's all sorts of things I can do. And, and there's just the fun part of driving it every day and building it. There's so many facets of the hobby. And it also, there's a community. You can decide to be a part of that community. For me, one of the things I look forward to is like having the build that has all the little stuff that I like and then getting out in the woods with just me or me and my wife and kids and like having it built proper and then like spending the time with just like a nice caffeinated or even alcoholic beverage in hand and just decompressing from the world that we live in and I think what it takes for us to be happy is to be grateful a for what we have and to look at what we have as the vessel that gets you to the future that you want and then don't forget when you get there to be grateful for what you accomplished so I mean I think a lot of us here here's a great point here I think this is what I'm trying to get at right I think I can sum it up put it in a box for you put a bow on it. everyone knows about New Year's resolutions right everyone goes out and gets a gym membership and gets on a diet and then they all abandon it by the end of January but how about instead of resolutions like things we're going to change in our life things we're going to get better at what about if we if we took a look at all the things that happened in 2020 that we're grateful for I got one for you if you're listening to this right now you should be grateful you're alive right because at the beginning of this year they told us we were all going to die from the black plague you know what I mean they said COVID was the worst thing that ever happened and we're all going to die. Well, guess what? Some people died. And, and a lot of people lost family members. And we were under lockdowns. And people lost their businesses. And it was a crazy year. Not to mention the elections and the riots and the rallies. But hey, we made it through the year. We're here. We're standing on the ground. And we're okay. Not everything's okay. But we're okay. We're here. We're breathing. And we have the opportunity chase dreams and passions and that's exactly what we should be looking forward to in 2021 it's a new year i wouldn't even worry about the resolutions i'd go ahead and throw those out the window i'd go ahead and and uh i'd go ahead and say start planning the trips you're going to take and the things you're going to do to your vehicle and then figure out what it takes to get there you know what i mean don't worry about losing the extra 15 pounds if you're happy in your life about what you're chasing you're going to naturally eat better or want to eat better so that it supports it you know it's one of those things that happens and, and it's happened to me a couple times in my life uh, when I was the general manager at Pep Boys I wanted that job really bad and when I got the job I realized if I wanted to maintain that position then I was going to have to be functioning on all 8 cylinders so I would get up early in the morning and I'd go to the gym now, if you know me, you know I hate getting up early. And if you really know me, you know I hate the gym. The only thing I like doing at the gym is uh, bench pressing and taking the shower and leaving. That's the only two things I want to do. Everything else in between, the getting the clothes on, getting, you know, going and getting on the treadmill, warming up, stretching, all those stupid leg exercises, sweating, putting in the time. And it's like, this is stupid. I hate going to the gym. I hate getting up early. And I used to get up in the mornings and I'd work out 
then I'd get there a little bit early and I'd get the day ready. And the way I had it set up in the shop was um, I, I was short a guy and I was short a manager. And uh, I was trying to run a little bit of a skeleton crew and be efficient with them. So what I would typically do is not have, so we opened at seven, I wouldn't have my first guy show up till eight because I realized that we very rarely got a customer between seven and eight. Then my second guy come in at nine. We almost never had a customer between seven and nine. We might have one, maybe two, but very rarely. And I could typically get them to drop off unless it was an oil change. So I sometimes would get there at seven, someone wanted an oil change, there's no one there, it's just me. I'd take their order, do the oil change, come back, get them to pay, and, and they would be out of there before the first guy got there. And that's like, I'd gotten up early, worked out, did that. I'm not bragging about myself, I'm just saying, I was functioning, I was firing because I was getting my sleep, I was eating the right foods, I was exercising, and I did that for about two years, and I've never felt so great in my life. I had great energy, but what happened in that process was I'm not a person who likes schedules. I'm not a person who likes doing the same thing over every single day, and I got bored with it. I got burned out with it. I started looking for something else to do. And uh, that's when I got in the aftermarket industry and, and started working for Nitro. And it was the opposite when I got to Nitro. Um, the job was a lot less stressful. It wasn't easier, but it was a, a lot less stressful. I had uh, bosses that weren't calling me, you know, every three days asking for reports. I didn't have anybody working underneath me. I uh, didn't have to start till nine. I did outside sales, so most shops did up until ten. And so I. I gained weight. I gained like 15, 20 pounds. I quit going to the gym. Uh, I, I just ate junk food because I'm out on the road. And um, it was a lot less stress. So, uh, you know, I could drink a couple more beers at night than I typically would. Because uh, I didn't have to be up and firing on all eight cylinders. And I still did my job great and enjoyed the job, enjoyed my time there. But it's just... <laughs> my point is, of that, if we looked at every aspect in our lives, like how could we be the best that we can totally be it's when we put something at the center of it that actually has a good purpose and a good meaning so for me and i'm not trying to get cheesy with you guys or push limits of our relationships me as the podcaster and and, and you as the listener i'm not trying to preach to you but for me the center is is my religion is my relationship with god now if you know me You'll know that I'll tell some some iffy jokes. Don't be laughing at the other end. And, you know, I like to have some cocktails here and there. And so, you know, that might come as a surprise to some people. Some people won't if you actually know me, right? And then, outside of that is my family. Well, those two things, I put about the least amount of time in. But it's the things I'd love to put more time into. But they are super important to me, you know? I get my prayer time in. I get my time with my wife. I, get, I make sure... Uh, if you know me, I don't work on Saturdays because I'm spending the time with my wife and kids. And, you know, I get my Bible study and I, I have my time. And so it, that's important to me. That's at the center of my life. And then as we spread out, there's the other things that are important to me, right? There's, you know, for me, it's the outdoors. And it's every asset of the outdoors. Now, the majority of that is off-roading but there's also camping and hunting and fishing and I just like being outside I I would love to live outside like live in a cabin that was in the woods in the mountains right like 
and, and I like to travel and I like hanging out with people and I like trying new things and doing new things and I like planning and I like tools and wrenching and working on stuff and building you know I love one of my favorite passions in, in, in my whole life is, is seeing a stock vehicle as a canvas and having a budget and figuring out what I can do with it in that budget and uh, and that's just so much fun and so when you have all those things right and you find the right balance which I'm working on right now right I'm putting in crazy amount of hours my diet's not that great I'm trying to find work-life balance with my family and kids I got young kids it's like when you start working towards it you're gearing up for it it may take you five six seven eight ten years it may take a whole lifetime to figure it out right um I always I, I really do have a lot of respect for guys like in their 40s and 50s and I'm watching them operate and they don't realize it but they've gotten smooth they might be a little quirky not as funny they might be a little backs worn out or whatever but I really I really respect these older guys that got things figured out like they got their routines they figured out like I'm gonna get up at this time I'm gonna use the restroom I can be ready in this amount of time get my cup of coffee read my little bit of news I can spend this much time with the family. I got this much time to go play golf, work, get this done, do-do-do. Oh, camping this weekend? No problem. Two weeks in advance, I'm laying out what I need, da-da-da. And I've watched, like, my dad go through that. There's other guys around me, older guys. And I'm like, you guys don't get stressed or worry about nothing. And it's not that they don't. They've figured out the balance thing, you know? And part of balance is being grateful. You got to look back and be thankful and grateful for what you got and that most importantly that you got an at bat that you have an opportunity to go and attack so instead of contemplating all the things that you want and it's good to do that it's good to to get a plan together but instead of after you make the plan looking what everyone else has start doing start building start accomplishing be grateful for what you got be grateful for your opportunity you know if you're grateful for your opportunity, you're not going to squander it. You are not going to try to ruin that opportunity. You're going to want to take advantage of it. So I'm telling you, 2021 is your opportunity. Go do what you really want to do. You know, take a look at your life. Take the next week or two, you know, I don't know how many days we got, uh, five, six days to the beginning of the year. Take that time, self-reflect, Look at what's important. Maybe write it down on a piece of paper, pros, cons. One of my favorite things to do when I'm writing down a pros, cons list is for everything that I want, I write down something I'm grateful for next to it. So I want to build a bigger business. I'm grateful that I have a business. (laughs) I want to build a Jeep Comanche. I'm grateful that I even own a Jeep Comanche. (laughs) You know what I mean? And if you take that balance, and that's what I'm talking about, gratitude, balance, and, and you hit 2021 that, you're going to get down. Things are going to happen. You're going to have some setbacks, but that's going to be your reset button. That's going to be, you know, okay, hold on. Bubba was telling me about this. I got to be grateful. There are times in my life, and this is just me being cutting straight to the truth. I'm just being me to you honest as can be I know I come off as a happy guy and I'm not one to be negative 
I, I try not to be at least and because I, I don't want to put people in a, in a position where they feel bad for me or just feel bad in general but there are times and this is a, I, I want to word this properly I don't want anybody to be worried or afraid but there are times when things are so difficult that there does not seem to be an option there doesn't seem to be a way out it seems like you're always going to be stuck in that rut and it would just be easier to quit you know for some people quitting means the ultimate you know I'll just say it, just killing themselves for some people quitting means giving up on everything giving up on their lives giving up on all the people around them there's to me never a time where that is an option even though it's always an option even though if you have mental um, challenges and and you're against yourself you're a person like me who deals with anxiety who deals with depression at times one of my greatest remedies is to try to search out the gratitude there's some days the chemicals in my body are just and I, I know why. I know why. I'm eat when I'm eating junk, and when I'm not getting enough sleep, which happens a lot on a, a work week where I have a lot of work that I'm up against. I wake up and the chemicals in my body are just so negative. It's like, oh, you don't have enough money to do this, and you really want to do this, and and you don't have uh, the time to do this. But this is a huge opportunity you're missing out on. I'm harping on myself. I'm negative on myself. I'm. I'm, I'm judging myself way too much and I bring my head up sometimes and I try to just inject and it's hard I mean, when you're down like that you don't want to listen to music you don't want to listen to your friend you don't want to see the better you don't want to feel the sunshine or smell the roses you just want to be down and it's hard to bring your head up and, and, and realize what's the rush I mean are we not in this for the long term I mean, a lot of the guys listening to this podcast are anywhere from typically low 20s all the way up to maybe mid-40s, early 50s. If you're in your 40s right now, man, you've got another 40 years. What's the freaking rush? Like, what are we trying to, like... We're trying to impress people. We're trying to do everything too fast. Have you ever done something really fast and then it just lost its luster? You know, like, oh, man, I really, really want... You know, a trampoline, and you get the trampoline, and you jump on it all day, and you're like, "All right, I'm done with this thing. I've done it all. I've done everything I can do. I'm done with it. I don't want to do it anymore." I don't know. That's a bad example, but it, you get what I'm saying. Like, you go out and buy yourself a brand new Jeep, and you build it exactly how you want because you get all this money. You went and got a new credit card. You got a bank loan, and you're just building this thing up. All you're left with is debt and nothing else to do to it. You're just not excited about it. You don't feel the excitement anymore. You want to, you know, the build, I'm guessing I'm saying, this is what I'm saying. The build, the process of getting there is just as much fun as getting there. That's it. That's the point. That's our theme for 2021. We're going to be grateful. We're going to be passionate. We're going to be patient. But the journey, right? Putting in the work. 2021 is more fun than where we're going to be in the future. Let's think about that. 
right? The effort and the hours that me and my guys are putting in the shop, it's going to pay a dividend. It's going to. It has to, right? And we're going to look back and think about those nights where we barely got the build done or, you know, we didn't get enough sleep and the next day was hell. We're going to laugh about them, but, you know, those nights, and I do it now. I mean, we survived it. Those times were just as fun as when, you know, we made it to payday or when we got to go on a vacation. I don't know how many times you've gone on a vacation and it lets you down. You know, you worked all these hours and you planned this and you did it. And like halfway during the vacation, like, oh, this thing's almost over. I got to go back to work. And it's already letting you down about halfway through. You know what I mean? It, it It's the climb. It's the journey. We just put in, let's just say, a crappy year of 2020. It was a crappy year. It wasn't, it wasn't the best opportunity that it could have been for all of us. And and things, great things happen. But we're going to look back at it. And that, you know, made us tougher. We're soft. We live in a nation that's soft. And we got to get tougher. We got to get tougher. All right. I've gone way too fluff. I've talked about way too many things that may not have anything to do with 4x4. But I just wanted to give you a little bit of inspiration. Maybe for your build. Maybe for things you want to accomplish in 2021. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. I challenge anyone listening right now. Just take a look at yourself. Take a look at the things you want to do next year. Think about the awesome things that you're grateful for that are in your life right now. Think about the best things that you have and figure out how you can double down on those things in 2021. That's what I'm going to do. Um, I hope to see you on the other side of 21, having another podcast uh, as we're going into 22, and say, look, look what we did, guys. Look what we accomplished. Whether good or bad things happen in our government or, or with health or whatever. Look at what you're in control of and what you're in charge of and capitalize if you need my help, you reach out to me. Info, Black Barrel, info at blackbarrelfroad.com. If you're friends with me on Facebook or Instagram, just hit me up, DM me. And, uh, hey, if you think you can help me, let me know. Uh, let's all help each other. You know, it's a great community, this off-road community. And uh, I'm excited about wheeling with some of you guys in the future. I want to give you a quick announcement. If you listen this far, then you must like me. And I appreciate it. I like you back. Do yourself a favor. If you have a Facebook account, go on Facebook and join the Black Ralph Road Trail Team. Right? It's absolutely free. And what we're doing is we're going to put out a year's worth of events. Okay? There's going to be an event every month. And so right now, January and February is already out. February is already out. We're going to Caffeine and Octane at Perimeter Mall first weekend in January. They're doing a Jeep-specific event. And Black Ralph Road has three vehicles being featured there. So we'll be there uh, from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Uh, not this Sunday, right? I don't know when you're going to listen to this, but today's the 24th, all right? January 3rd, next Sunday, week from this Sunday, uh, be at Caffeine and Octane. And then in February, uh, me and a bunch of guys from the Black Brow Road Trail team are going to go wheel at Windrock. And so if you're free or in the area and you want to tag along, uh, check that out. It's like the 20th to 22nd. That event's up. We're going to be doing another trail cleanup in March. That event will be coming out soon. It's going to be in Dawsonville Forest. We're going to go to a brewery after. 
and uh, and so on and so forth. So there's going to be a different style event. It's, there's going to be wheeling. There's going to be shows. There's going to be like stuff at the shop, um, just little stuff like that. But anyways, I, I I think it could be a really awesome way to build a really cool community. Um, one around my business, but two around the guys that are close to us and, and local to us. And um, you know what I'm finding is uh, a lot of the people who consume um, the stuff I put out on a regular basis kind of agree with my mindset and there's a lot of us that do like not just every word I say but they grew maybe like 60 or 70 percent or really find it interesting um, those that do tend to have the same mindset and I don't mean politically I mean the group that we have the, the political spectrum is actually kind of all over the place the age spectrum all over the place but we all get along together everyone treats everyone with respect and everyone's kind and we go out and we off-road and we enjoy one of the things I've had issues with this group is it once we get out of our vehicles and start talking it's hard to get people rolling again because we're enjoying the conversation so much right and uh, there's nothing wrong with that uh, in fact it's great and I'm glad we have that community I'm glad I'm super grateful for the people I've had in my 2020 and they've made my year and I just want to say thank you if you're listening I hope that you join the uh, Black Bear Off-Road Trail team so we can see you at some adventures in the future and you can get a, to, well, to join our community be a part of that community and uh, I hope to have an opportunity for everyone, uh, something that everyone will be interested in and then uh, we can get together and uh, safely hang out and, and enjoy each other's company another thing is I hope that there's an adventure in your future and I hope if there's one thing that you really 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 considered uh, and that I drove home in 2020 is that you need to eat your prunes folks as always I'm Jeep and Bubba it's been a great year I believe in you I think you can accomplish a lot in 2021 we'll be seeing you